Welcome to the WP Tonic Podcast, brought to you by WPTonic.com, a WordPress maintenance and support service for business owners. We talk to the leaders in WordPress, business, and online marketing communities, bringing you insights on how to grow your business and achieve success. Hi there, folks. Welcome back to the WP Tonic Show. This is episode 248. And it's an episode just after Thanksgiving, so you probably stuffed yourself with turkey and had your family around. Um, Kim, my normal co-host, um, she's recovering from her Thanksgiving. And in this episode, we've got our old friend of the show, our old co-host of mine, Bill Conrad. So, Bill, would you like to introduce yourself to the audience? I'm Bill Conrad from Podcasters Home and National Association of Podcasters. Jonathan was the very, very first person who i actually crossed over and trained in podcasting Mm -hmm. we did about 90 shows together we started a couple different podcasts both are very successful and you've had sponsors you've had uh, new noteworthy on mailwright so i'm really happy we've learned a lot and uh, jonathan really got me going on WordCamp and wordpress we'll talk about that during this episode too that's great and uh, before we go any further i'd like to um, mention our sponsor which is Intelligence WP. And what is Intelligence WP? It's a it's a bit of software that helps you deal with Google Analytics. Yes, that thing that you put on clients' websites or your own, and you have a tendency never to look at it again. But with Intelligence WP, it offers a interface that makes sense of a very complicated bit of software. So go to the WP Tonic website, have a look at the sponsor link we have on there. It's a free plugin. You can download it, install it, and they also offer training. Um, they will help you get it set up if you need it. Like I say, it's a great bit of software. So go and find more about it. Well, thanks, Bill, for coming on the show. Like I say, Bill was uh, when I started WP Tonic. Bill was my co-host. Uh, I'm a co-host for almost ninety episodes. And Bill's continued his um, career in podcasting. And you started a a new association, haven't you? The Association of National Association of Podcasters. Isn't that right, Bill? Yeah, you know what? There's no National Association for Podcasters. And a couple of years ago, I had a VIP ticket to the National Association of Broadcasters. Thanks to Blueberry Blueberry, and Todd Cochran, which I deeply, deeply appreciate, who are great podcasters and servers. And it got me thinking back then of the idea of being separate and setting an association up. There's a lot of elements, there's conferences, but there's no association. But it's a lot of work, a lot of time, and it won't happen overnight. And so sometime in, we're looking in June, late June, excuse me, October, early October, September, October, of actually having a conference here in Reno, Nevada to get together and get the board together and put everybody in place. There's going to be a cost and so on and so forth. By the way, before we go on, Jonathan, I want to say you did a great job of that introduction, your sponsorship. You've really taken it to the nth degree. You've consistently put out two podcasts a week for as long as I've known you for three or four years now. I haven't done the same. I've been so busy with other elements. I have three podcasts, but we don't put them out each week. One's a fun podcast in real estate, which is uh, which is my timeline interview, which we have a lot, and you've been on a few of those. We have EO Secrets, which is my fun podcast, too, which is basically teaching people money online. And then finally, um, I've got uh, Meet the Voter, which you've been on, too. So I do those for other organizations. Plus, I have some organizations I support. I'm so busy 
helping people on the backside with vlogging and podcasting. And we're doing a lot of vlogging now, too. That's great. So with the National Association of Podcasters, what do you hope to achieve with that? And what do you hope um, when people join it and they can join now, um, what do you hope they will get from it, Bill? Well, National Association, I've got something called Podcasters Home, which I will um, continue to develop and basically learning how to podcast. I've got a free podcast course out there. But I want to mix that that content of learning free with the National Association so when people join, they'll have some training to get up and running. But the bottom line is to create a conference every year. And then they're already at podcasting awards but have a National Association of Podcaster Awards. And that's that's really is bringing people together, keeping the cost down too. The other thing, let's talk about WordCamp. WordCamp has got a great model. So maybe someday putting it more like the model of WordCamp. Yes. So um, I think you also, you've been talking about the National Association of Podcasting Casters at WordCamps, haven't you? Um, so I think you've been doing um, some presentation at some WordCamps. How, how's that gone, Bill? Yeah, I absolutely love it. Um, going to WordCamps, I've always enjoyed WordCamps. Um, three or four years ago when I first started studying WordPress and going with you uh, to WordCamps, it was kind of fun because we had the podcast and people recognized us at the WordCamps. So we got to know be known fairly well at the WordCamps from the podcast. And then um, once you've evolved into speaking about podcasting and vlogging, because they have a business track now, and when you, you speak, you get to know, like, who are the key people in WordPress. So at the speakers' rooms, you really find out that inside information. Plus, you just meet really neat people around the country. So um, I was I attended um, WordCamp Sacramento, and you were one of the presenters there, and you were talking about podcasting, and it, you seemed to get a fantastic um, amount of people um, at that presentation. So, what were some of the questions that were asked that people were asking you around podcasting? That's a good good point. Um, that was fun. A lot of everyone stayed, and it was fun. I created a podcast out of that. That I actually use an iPhone. I told people how you can create a podcast relatively fast by using your iPhone and just getting the audio up. And I went, went through the steps. And I noticed that almost everybody stayed. And I put the camera behind me so you could see the, the uh, presentation. It is on EO Secrets, and I think parts are on Timelines, too. I forgot which episode. I think it's episode uh, 6 and 7 in EO Secrets. But uh, what questions they ask? Um, they'll ask like the RSS feed is like technically is the biggest question. The server, where, how do you get it up? And then the connection to iTunes. Those are the two top asked questions. Very seldom do I find people talking about like how to produce or how to create content. But it's mostly the technical side of getting it working. What I found is most people um, put a lot of time into creating a beautiful podcast as best they can, but they miss the technical side. And then they get frustrated, and they never get their podcast up. So that's why I teach, do a couple two-minute podcasts and learn the technical side. So I do that. It's They can understand it. And then we also talk about WordPress and what is the best type of blog or vlog or, or way to put your podcast up on WordPress. Because if you have a podcast, you really need a, a web page to drive people to so they can get more content, more information. And if you ever want to monetize, there's a lot of ways to monetize. That's another thing. People will want to know how to monetize podcasts or how it can help them with their WordPress agency. Yeah, I think there's a, I think there's a lot of interest in podcasting and 
But it's, it was also, um, it seems to be really mixed up with um, video, doesn't it? And um, and YouTube as well, doesn't it? To some extent, there's a crossover yep, maybe? Yep. That, well, I call it vlogs. Um, first of all, when I teach, I teach to take your phone, do a two-minute little recording of yourself, a vlog, or a couple of people talking about just a couple of different issues about what you want to do with your uh, podcast, things of that nature. Take that, upload it onto YouTube. Now, you used to be able to do a little bit of editing on YouTube, but they've taken that out. I don't know if you know that or not. No, because I, I – oh, yeah. that's surprising. Really. Yeah, they took it out. It's gone. YouTube is constantly changing. So anyway, put it on YouTube. But there's a, if you have a Mac, there's other – you can just use a couple different editing softwares that are available that work real well to trim the front and the back. And then stick it on YouTube and then download it from YouTube because YouTube conditions the sound. Pull that out. There's a real quick, inexpensive little uh, free app you can download onto your Mac. And then rip out the MP3 and it'll do it at 128. You can set it lower. And then take that. Now you've got Now upload it to an RSS feed. And we'll show you how to upload it to the RSS feed. It's not that difficult. You can actually learn everything. There's only about 30 minutes worth of content to learn how to do all this. So literally, you can be up and running in about four hours with two or three little short podcasts. And episode. that's um, a good way of learning it, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Because I think like most things, you obviously want a certain standard, but you also need to get it out and yeah. and um, keep doing it, don't you? So why would someone in WordPress um, want to learn the podcast? I have no idea. Well, you did. <laughs> why did you want to that learn? That was English sarcasm, folks. Uh, um, <laughs> See, I don't get it. I don't, still don't get it. <laughs> no, you've still been exposed to it for a while, actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he prefers the French anyway. Yeah, uh, true, um, true. Yeah, he does. He, he really does. Uh, um, well, it's a, it's a good way of individualizing yourself in a very crowded marketplace. Um I think one of the things you've got to be aware of, it will take up a certain bandwidth of your time. So um, if you're not really that committed to it, you, you, it's probably going to take up a bit more time than you think it's going to. There's ways of getting around that, like doing them in batches. I personally chose not to do um, the episodes in batches. I do a weekly show and we do it live. Um, but that's my choice. Um, I try and have a set pattern that we do it on the same day at the same time. Um, that helps. Um, but other people, um, another factor, Bill, is you meet, um, you make new friends. You make you in you introduce yourself to people, um, in your industry or industry that you're trying to build a reputation in. And I've got to say, that's one of the um, highlights of, um, for me personally, of doing the shows is all the excellent people I've met through it. Yep, me too. I mean, absolutely. The people I've met in WordPress specifically have been excellent. And that's, that came through uh, mail-right.com, MailRight Show. No, excuse me, not, not MailRight. You're mixing the shows but, up. Bill. No, I... I have so many podcasts in my head. I do, that I, I'm, WP I'm, Tonic, that's okay. Um, I WP Tonic. do another podcast, folks, but this is the WP you know, Tonic show. You know why I said that? I was thinking about MailRight when you're talking because you use it for two shows. You use it both for... Uh, the, mm, I'm bonkers, really, aren't I, Bill? But MailRight is your SaaS product. Uh, it's, yeah, yeah. And um, But get back to the world. Um, so um, 
you're planning to do a lot more word camps, aren't you, Bill, in 2018, aren't you? Yeah, at least four to six. I'm picking those out. Possibly um, we've got to look at everything, but some of the bigger word camps and, and maybe the smaller one. Really like definitely Sacramento again. Las Vegas is a blast. I'd like to get down in Orange County, L.A., and maybe get out to the East Coast and to um, Miami. Uh, and the other really good one, too, there's a lot of great ones out there, but I understand Phoenix is pretty good. Yes, I understand it's a great one as well. So um, as you've done the word camps um, and the presentation, which particular areas do you think you're going to – because obviously um, you try and swap out the presentations a bit. So um, they're a little bit different, each one of them. So which area do you think you're going to – which part of your presentation you think you're going to adapt and cover in a little bit more detail? Well, what I'll do is I still want to be able to always do – show how you can create a podcast relatively fast, go through the slides, always work at making it more streamlined. But, you know, we're, since you met me, we've been evolving. Remember we used to record everything on a laptop and we used to live stream it? We live stream stuff got the recording and took the sound out of right from the live stream. We've done podcasts like that and they came out. Well, we used to have a mixer and now we have the zoom here for this type. This is the first time you've done one of these, this type of podcast, right? Oh yeah. So we're doing it. Um, we're actually doing this from Bill's house, which you'd be able to see. The war room. His war, what he calls his war room. <laughs> um, which you'd be able to see on the um, video of this podcast, folks. Yep. Make sure you go on over to mail-right.com. And check out, what episode is this? This is um, 248. Wow, 248. And I would guess this is going to be 270-something on um, timelines, and it'll be episode 8 or 9 on EO Secrets. Yeah. I think we're going to go for our break, folks. We'll be back in a few moments. We're going to be talking about more about podcasting, video, multimedia, really. So, um come back and um, it should be a fascinating conversation with my former co-host Bill Conrad Do you want to spend more time making money online? Then use WP Tonic as your trusted WordPress developer partner They will keep your WordPress website secure and up to date so you can concentrate on the things that make you money. Examples of WP Tonic's client services are landing pages, page layouts widgets, updates and modifications WP Tonic is well known and trusted in the WordPress community they stand behind their work with full, no question asked, 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Sign up with WP Tonic today. That's wp-tonic.com. Just like the podcast. We're coming back, folks. We've had a, I've had a great chat with my former co-host, Bill Conrad. So um, I'd be splab, actually, Bill, even though it was a crazy, crazy, crazy product um for our listeners and didn't um before blab imploded it was um a way of doing um video and audio podcasts or general interviews and it was a bit like facebook live but on steroids really um do you think that was a good explanation of what Blab was, or do you think you can yes. add some more to that, Bill? It had four people. When Blab first came out the first few months, it was the perfect platform for podcasting, just about perfect. The sound was good. I didn't even have hacks. And then all of a sudden you started hitting hack, 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 hack. They're probably reducing their bandwidth or trying to do something. But it was so easy. And when I was down at Las Vegas WordCamp, I had a lot of people come up to me and said, we, know, we used to stalk you on Blab. 
I mean, literally <laughs> a lot of people. So Blab, I, I spent a lot of time on Blab, and I thought that was a future. I actually built a course for Blab, and then they blabbed out. They impl- imploded, yeah. didn't they? I, I think, um, basically, I think they were eating up a lot of bandwidth, weren't they? Yeah, I understand the a $14 million experiment. <laughs> 14 million experiment. <laughs> yeah, that cost a lot of money for somebody, and they never monetized it. No, no, they didn't. Um, I think they were getting a lot of professional podcasters using it, but they weren't um, finding um, they were getting enough like normal people to use it effectively, were they? I don't know how many podcasters. Actually, some started seeing it could be used, and a great part early on the great the podcast community. Some people saw it as the future. Some didn't. You know, some of the most successful podcasters don't do video; they do strictly audio, and audio is a lot easier to tell the truth. If you, unless you edit it, but video adds another reach. It's um, it allows other people to find you in different places. And I've had very good luck with video. Our numbers are in the thousands on the video. Why we beat most podcasters on video? Oh, well, um, I was going to ask you what your thoughts about Facebook Live because obviously recently you could only do it using mobile unless um, you utilize third party software. But I know. I know now that they've introduced it to the desktop. Um, do you think Facebook are going to, in a way, kind of go into the territory of what Blab was? I think so in some aspects. Now, Jonathan, you're using Zoom, which I recommended against early on, but Zoom has improved. So you use Zoom almost exclusively, right? Well, because of um, Zoom, um, for my listeners, folks, um, Zoom US is a video conferencing um, platform, a webinar platform, and a couple of other things all rolled into one. And I, I mostly use it because I'm doing a number of podcasts per week and because of the scheduling functionality and you can record it on cloud, record it on a, a cloud storage area where that Zoom provides. And it separates the video and audio in two separate files. And also you can push it to either YouTube Live or Facebook Live at the same time. So it's killing uh, multiple birds with one stone uh, in a way. And that's one of the main reasons why I use it, Bill. Yeah, you know, I all the time I'll be working and you'll pop up on Friday. I think it's Fridays when you do your roundtable. It's Wednesdays and Wednesdays, Fridays. Wednesdays and Fridays. Yeah, Fri- Fridays Fri- is um, the main show you watch, isn't it? Yeah, the roundtable. I love the round. I know everybody in the roundtable, so I always catch it. I put nasty comments on Facebook. You do. Like- <laughs> he stalks me, folks. He stalks me. <laughs> so it pops up. So it's really easy, and it's very clear. That's uh, But I was talking about Zoom. You can only do so much, but Zoom has become a fairly good platform now for doing exactly what you're doing. They, they didn't have enough definition in sound, enough deepness in the sound. But now they do, and you're having success with it, and it saves time, doesn't it? I used to call Bill the um, sound Nazi <laughs> um, because he really does. But you, you've, got to, you've got to have the sound to a certain standard, especially um, especially the host. Um, I think um, when you're interviewing, you can get away with the guest being slightly not up to professional standard, but definitely the host... Um, you know, if it's really poor quality, I think the listeners soon give up on it, don't they? Yeah, um, the most important part of the podcast is the first two or three minutes of the podcast. Now, you did a, a commercial early on. That's fine as long as it's an interesting commercial and you're your sponsor and people understand that. But um, the first two or three minutes, you have to have good sound and you got to get them involved in the podcast. That's where later on the content comes to be really important. 
the topic, the issues, and getting them listening. So once you start listening, people will continue to listen to podcasts. Uh, that I find, so that you grab their attention initially. That, so, Bill, how do you see this world in 2018, this world of Facebook Live, YouTube Live, yeah. YouTube itself, and podcasting? How do you see this going, in a way? I think it's uh, it, it'll really work out. More and more, I think you're going to have local shows. Now, yours is not a local show. Yours, yours is WordPress, so it goes everywhere. But I think you're going to find other ways to work with podcasts. So let's say you're a WordPress developer in a community. If you have like the affiliate account for Podcasters Home and you have your own little podcast or the concepts of podcasting, you could show uh, people in your community how to actually set up a little podcast because of the four-hour course and then how to tie that with our website and do YouTube Live so it's more than just that website. You're sort of um, an agency you're a WordPress agency, but you almost have to be like a marketing advisor agency too. Does that make sense? So right. I think a way that people in WordPress can actually monetize by helping their community understand how all these things are connected. Like the API concept is kind of comp- complicated for most people. Um, how to take onto WordPress and maybe put your iframe in there so they can see live the YouTube version if you're doing a Google Plus Hangout. Or the Facebook, how to tie them all together. So I think the study of this area is important. Facebook's going to continue to do more and more video. Videos is the future. Well, you know, um, it's an interesting area, and I thought you were the guy to... Um, I think, obviously, Facebook are trying to take on YouTube. Um, I think they're still struggling to find the fi- the right format. And maybe that f- format is the kind of lab model, because it's... Yeah. What I thought was so um, fascinating about Blab was not only the free video um, conferencing element of it, but the way you met new people and you had new discussions Mm -hmm. through Blab, which um, YouTube and also at the present moment Facebook, um, they're not quite there with the kind of interaction and the the ability to have new confer- conf- um, conversations that you found on Blab. But with Zoom, you do that. You actually bring people in and Zoom, and then you can text or back, you know, well, not text. Well, it's difficult but to get people into that Zoom in. room. That's yeah. why we push it to Facebook. But it's still, to some extent, um, yeah. to get that interaction. Um, I think one of the factors is that... Um, you um you could search for a topic in the blab interface and find new shows um yeah, and then true. watch them and then if you were interested you could be part of the discussion if the host had that um available which at the present moment on facebook or youtube you don't really have do you a centuary where you can search no no, you don't. No, they'll, eventually, that'll evolve, I'm sure. I was going to say, the difference between Google and YouTube, Google is Mr. S- is search. So anytime you're creating a Google Plus Hangout, which creates a video, as long as you tag that and you get it, make a really nice YouTube channel, you're going to find search online. That's why you have to do YouTube. Yeah, but I think... I mean, later on, that gives you search. I also think, Bill, because of the bandwidth costs, that the only two players that could afford to do something similar to Blab are, is either um, Facebook or YouTube, really, because right. they've got the big enough pockets where the bandwidth cost isn't such a consideration because I think 
those bandwidth costs and the lack of monetization is what finished yeah. off Blab. Right. Well, you think about it, Google Plus Hangout, it's sort of similar to Blab. But you haven't got that central area to search for the no, review. No, no. See them. Yeah, so, you know, I know what you're talking about. You don't have a way to quickly search. They used to have all these different, you could just sort of see who's live right now. Because, um, yeah. It was the power of the network, folks. You could do a search on the Blab homepage and then you, know, you find shows about WordPress or shows about yeah. whatever topic. Yep. And then you could bookmark them and it would send you um, a little note saying when the show's coming up. And then you could watch it in the background or listen to yeah. it in the background. And you also had people coming finding you during the show as well, right. didn't you? So you right. could build a new audience, yeah, yeah. which is totally missing on these present... Well, a little bit on Facebook, really. There's that little bit of functionality, a little bit, but they still got a bit of a while to go, haven't they, Bill? Yeah. Jonathan, once we had used to do three shows. We used to do Meet the Voter on Sundays. Remember you got that? me into politics, folks. Uh, we won't talk politics here, but we used no, to do something called Meet the Vote. We'd write, we'd watch. You had a group of people, all from different backgrounds, We'd watch um, Meet the Press, and then we'd talk about Meet the Press, Meet the Voter. But one time, do you remember how many people were watching one time? Well, you did get a, at the France at one time, didn't you? After the f- attack on in France, I forgot it was like huge, three, four thousand people. Oh, it was at least that. Yeah, well, live, live, live. It was it, amazing, it was, wasn't it? it was at least that, if not more. I think maybe seventeen thousand eventually on that. You even had some French people joining us. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> did that, that. It was from France, yeah. We it had, was, wasn't it? You made you happy, didn't you? Yeah. Having your French friends, didn't true, you? True, true, yeah. yeah. True, yeah. So anyway, so what's what's on the horizon next and what this is primarily for uh, WP Tonic. So what would WordPress people want to see next and what should they do? In what context, Bill? In all contexts. You know what here, here, let's talk about this. Yeah. A lot of people I know who didn't used to have podcasts or vlogs who have SaaS products and, and WordPress products now have podcasts. And one of my favorite, what's one of my favorite ones other than uh, WP Tonic? Uh, thank you for that, Bill. I have no idea, Bill. I do like WP Tonic. I listen to it almost, I never hardly ever miss an episode because I still enjoy listening to everybody. I learn a lot. But you've got other things like Lifter LMS. Oh, yes. Yeah, Chris, Chris has done an excellent job, so hasn't he? That's one of my top ones I listen to you, Chris. And I listen to those religiously. Yes, Chris has joined the WP Tonic Roundtable panel, so he will be appearing on the Friday show on a regular basis, and he's a friend of the show as well. But, you know, Chris, even though he's got a product, he's really not the guy who's the WordPress programmer. That's Thomas. Oh, yeah, Thomas, his partner. Thomas is really, Chris is the promoter, which is a good combination. You've got Thomas. a good business relationship. Thomas stays in the man cave, (laughs) and Chris roams around in his mountaineering um, outfit. He was an outdoorsman. Um, So it's a good combination. That's a really good combination, good team. Now, Chris doesn't know CSS and HTML, and he can't. He's a man of multiple talents. But I think he knows uh, Beaver Builder. He likes Beaver Builder. So he's always testing stuff, but he's around the people. So Chris is like me. He's, he learns it from being around these great programmers. Well, actually, he was a hardcore developer, Bill. I, Chris? Yeah, he was, yeah. yeah he I was, think, actually. He, contracted, gave up, he gave up on it a little bit after he met Thomas. And um, he, like you say, but he, did, he was a front-end developer, actually. Um, a front-end, a front-end, not a back-end. Well, front-end, back-end. No, Thomas is back-end. I don't think Chris has ever been back-end. 
Well, we'll have to find out, won't we? You have to ask him. I so to... we're coming to the end of the show, Bill. So how can people find out more about you and uh, what you're up to, Bill? So uh, just you can always head on over to uh, any of the shows, Timelines of Success, Podcasters Home is not a show, it's a page. Uh, National Association of Podcasters, you can blog that and find it. And it's you saw the page, it's pretty fr- it's it's just sort of laying out there. We're working on it right now. There's so much to do. I interviewed executive directors this week. That's why we have to make money because you have to have somebody running the darn thing, you know, keeping track of everybody and making sure they all get their due in their association. But the association will help too. And another thing I hope, by the way, of the association is it's an association. So the idea is to have some principles to follow, like free speech, make sure we can always get on podcasts and and vlogs. I think it's 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 a great idea. It's a great thing that you're building here, Bill. And I'm... I'm sure that it's going to be a great success, Bill. Yeah, it's fun. Um, if you want to find out more about WP Tony, it's quite easy, folks. Go to the Facebook page. Um, we're, we're going to be starting a WP Tonic group in the next couple of weeks, so you'll be able to join that as well. Um, you can find about what I'm up to on Twitter at Jonathan Denwood, or go to the WP Tonic website itself, where you find all the shows, show notes, links. Uh, a load of material on there. And um, we'll, you'll be able to join us this Friday for another um, WP Tonic Roundtable show or next week where we'll be interviewing somebody that's doing something with WordPress. We'll see you next week, folks. Bye. Thanks for listening to WP Tonic, the podcast that gives you a spoonful of WordPress medicine twice a week.